Hi everyone, welcome to the latest Siddiqui Ramblings podcast. As the name suggests, the ramblings of the Siddiqui boys. You may have seen us on TV. I'm Basit Siddiqui. I'm Sid Siddiqui. I'm Umar Siddiqui. So hopefully you'll join us every week just to hear our general thoughts on uh, the world as it is and our little ideas about life in general. If you want to get involved, then feel free to. You can email us on thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. Right, let's get going. Yeah, so last week I thought the whole idea of having a news, a current affairs news article type thing to start the podcast was a good idea. That was my idea, by the way. Yeah, well done, Dad. Mm. Thank you for being very humble about it. <laughs> we um, don't claim ownership of ideas here. Yeah. So I've done, I, I've decided on the um, topic this week mm-hmm. uh, for the news article and I found something in the paper in the t- Derby Telegraph. Divine potato spotted by Derbyshire woman cooking dinner. And basically, she was chopping her potatoes. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that, there's a shape. As she cut into the potato, there was a shape of a cross. My goodness. Yes, it is, Basil. Yeah. I don't think uh, the Archbishop or the Pope's visited it yet. But uh, it made it made the paper, so it's yeah. quite a... Yeah, so normally when these sort of things happen, it becomes a shrine of some sort. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but no one's visited yet. Okay. So watch this space. But anyway, it was a very short minor story, but it got me thinking. And we all hear about these things, don't we, where there's like weird things found in fruit or weird shapes in terms of fruit. Um, Quite a few, actually. Yeah. Mm. Can you guys think of any off the top of your head? There's always that. um, It's always religious, isn't it? Like a Mm. cross or the face of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen anything. Maybe I'm not that observant when I'm chopping up vegetables. <laughs> yeah, you're too busy trying to eat it. In yeah. fact, very rare you chop anything. You just eat it as it's mm, it yeah. whole. Yeah. I don't really eat much veg. You, no. look, mm. you look for the evidence the following day. <laughs> oh, Dad. <laughs> That's less than a minute in and you've turned it to toilet <laughs> humour. That must be a new record, surely. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'll be quicker next time. No, please don't. Yeah, try and avoid it. No, seriously, though. Yes, I have not seen anything myself, but I have actually read stories in the papers. Uh, in obviously, cutting it, there's sometimes God's name written in there, or Prophet Muhammad in it, in yeah. a vegetable, um, and uh, that sort of thing. I have heard, but I've not, uh, I've not uh, witnessed anything. I've not experienced anything myself. We've got to be more observant when it comes to chopping stuff now. Absolutely, mm. it's perhaps we're not perceptive. We're not. Uh, we're not that much religious. Uh, yeah, is that the thing you think? I think so because if we saw something that looked a little bit rude or something a little bit silly, mm-hmm. we'd notice that straight away, wouldn't we? Yeah, like Dad can giggle for hours at a carrot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. But anyway, uh, I got onto this and I thought I started searching for trying examples of weird stuff found in fruit or food. And I couldn't really find anything, but I came across this site called boardpanda.com. And uh, it's basically loads of different fruits and vegetables, and they make the weirdest shapes. So I've got here a duck-shaped tomato. So if anyone's bored at any point, <laughs> www.boardpanda.com, uh-huh. give it a go and look for weird fruits. They're, they're my favourite one, though, if you look, there's a strawberry 
Butterfly. Shaped butterfly, yeah. which is quite nice. Yeah. Strawberries seem to make some weird shapes. Mm-hmm. There's two carrots kissing <laughs> kissing each other there. A bear-shaped potato. That wow. is incredible, that yeah. one. Yeah. My favourite, though. Oh, look at that. A foot. A foot. A radish in the shape of a foot. Yeah. My personal favourite, though, was... Oh, there's a gangster carrot there. Where's the one I liked? Draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, is that a turnip? It's a... It's a white radish, isn't it? A white yeah, radish, yeah. right, yeah. And it's basically and another like... radish wrapped around it. And so it gives uh, the appearance of the head yeah. and the torso and uh, the bottom bit uh, with the tail. And then there's another radish wrapped around the the waist of this uh, this carrot. So, yeah, it does look like a, um, a female sitting in a seductive <laughs> yeah. pose. It's basically like Cleopatra, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. or it's, uh, what's her name? It's this, the, that quote drawn me like one of your French girls is from Titanic, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah. Her, ah, um, yes, yes. What's his name is painting her and she's, and she's lying all like sexy like. Yeah. This is the sexiest <laughs> radish I've ever seen. Mm. I'll never eat radish in the same way. Yeah. Either. Very curvy, isn't it? Very, um, mm. like that said, seductive. But, um, so that, that was just a little story. But Omri mm. reminded me of a time that you don't send, tend to see weird messages in, um, fruits and veg, do you? You, you see, you, you get your messages from something else, don't you? Do you, do you share what? that with people? Oh, you're referring to the clouds? Yes. Yeah, the obscene cloud. Yeah. Clouds, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Tell us about it. I never told you about the time that I looked up and I saw the cloud, like, pointing a finger at me. <laughs> a rude gestured cloud. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were having a particularly bad day, though, weren't you, that day? Well, I th- yeah, I think I was. And then I just looked up and I thought, yeah, well, this is the way the, this day is going to go. And <laughs> even nature is, like, swearing at me. Yeah. Well, these things that happen in nature, isn't it? When, um, for example, if you're in a hurry and you're going somewhere mm. and the rain starts and you haven't got a brolly or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to make that journey. So what happens? You just... you end up using your your granddaughter, <laughs> granddaughter's umbrella like you did. Yes, that's uh, that's true. Actually, oh, but this is slightly different to being rained on or the wind blowing your skirt off. Or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> if you would have yeah. yeah. But this is like the nature <clears throat> being rude to you, isn't it? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Nature, Mother Nature was saying, "Up yours." Yes, it's mm. like it, I might well just walked out, and the wind just gently said. Anyway, uh, you with your story of the holy potato, yeah, it got me thinking, and I was thinking I've read something this week that's also vegetable related, and it reminded me of this. I don't know if you guys know about this. Woman finds diamond engagement ring on carrot after 13 years. This is a really interesting story. This woman lost her engagement ring mm-hmm. and then she was gardening and the ring was found around a carrot. What? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. What happened is she lost it in the soil, must have lost it in the, in the soil and the carrot grew through it and around. And yeah. how long was this? How long had she lost it for? 13 years. And that carrot took 13 years to grow. Well, I would imagine that it got she deepened. lost. She lost it. Yeah. Started gardening, planted some carrot yeah. seeds. Yeah, and it's been there obviously mm-hmm. all that thirteen years. Not necessarily the carrot has grown through the. Okay. Years, yeah. So but one particular year, they must have uh, the the ring must have been in the right place. Yeah. 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 So does that mean that her, like, is she married to that guy? Now? Because it was an engagement mm. ring. Wasn't it was an engagement ring. Yeah. Now is he now, now engaged to the carrot? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> but hang on a second, though. That is the best way to propose somebody, isn't it? You know, you often, yeah, you often think of um, the most novel way of romantic way of presenting the ring to your uh, bride-to-be. Yeah. Uh, and that is the brilliant way of doing it. Making it grow on something. Grow on mm-hmm. something and get your wife to accidentally dig it out. Yeah. Over your girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. Fiancé, yeah. yeah. Well, future fiancé. Future. But wow. that'd be a long engagement, wouldn't it? It would be a really long <laughs> yeah. engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Every time she said, when are we going to meet Mary? said, mm, no, I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. uh, this. We've had a bad harvest this year. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be this year. Uh, oh, you've got an orange there. Do you want to peel your orange and see if that's what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's have a look. Is there any, any religious ring in there? Or a <laughs> have, you, have you done some, some um, r- rituals before you've done it? You? Uh, no, I don't think. Do you need to? Is your mind perceptive to it? Yeah, yeah I, okay. I, yeah. I want to be Let's receptive. You. I want to. I want to find oh, yeah, God understand. in this orange. I like that noise that peeling the orange is making on the mic as well. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a, people know that we are actually peeling an orange. Oh yeah, Siddiqui, we don't just pretend to be things. And here we go. Um, no, there's oh another mid- <laughs> middle finger there. She's <laughs> 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 always swearing at me. <laughs> no, better luck next time. But. I mean, you could arrange that, I'm sure, to say something. Uh, yes. I mean, look, look, that's Prince Charles right there, isn't it? <laughs> Face, two big ears. <laughs> two big ears, yeah. <laughs> oh, Omar. That's treason, mate. Be careful, yeah. Are we gonna, what, are you going to eat these, right? Yeah, yeah why not? Let's right, just so try it. As we eat the satsuma, um, the actual topic this week, in terms of our podcast, uh, will be titled Dad's Garage. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, Dad's garage, the reason why I thought this is, uh, Umar, I don't know if you noticed, I tweeted a picture of Dad on top of the roof of his garage with a tile in his hand. Yeah. And I've had loads of replies saying, Sid, don't jump. Sid, be careful. <laughs> Sid, what are you doing? Yeah. But the thing is, me and you have got total faith in Dad because obviously we know Dad, well, we've known him for years now, and he's mm. Mr. DIY, isn't he? Yeah. So I thought it'd be quite nice to do a little podcast mm. to talk about your DIY projects that you've done. Um, what you're currently doing, what you're most proud of, um, what kind of mistakes have you made, mm-hmm. and how far the apple has fallen from the DIY tree. <laughs> yes. Pretty far, I <laughs> with regards to DIY. It's in a different city. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, first of all, Dad, um, do you want to describe what you're doing on the garage and what the garage actually looks like first? At the moment, right well, now. Well, in terms of like size and what Okay, it is, yeah. Is... <clears throat> Well, it's a double garage um, for two cars, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, there is the L bit at the bottom of it. And the idea of that was to have that L bit extra. As a, originally, when you were growing up and you were into uh, keep fit and exercising, yeah. and it was supposed to be, it was going to be a gym. In yeah. fact, it was for a while, wasn't it? Yeah. We had treadmill, we had um, other bits and pieces, your yeah. weights were there. Um, but then, obviously, now... Um, all of you have gone off that idea. I've ended up with that. And in recent years, uh, it always had become common practice that every time you move the house or something, you end up with surplus equipment and go, no, what happens to that? It ends up in dad's garage. Dumping ground, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a very low so I thought, no, this is no good. So that's the reason I started this again. Uh, get rid of everything. And in fact, I've done quite well so far. So if you're looking for anything that you think must be safely stored there, it's not anymore. It's, okay, uh, it's, it's, it's gone. It's gone. It's in the bin now. Okay, cool. So 
what why is there a picture of you on Twitter on top of the roof then? What are you doing in regards to that? Okay. Well, when I originally built this carry, this was about eighteen years ago now. Yeah. It shows you. And obviously as you uh, you will watch for it, I've built everything myself. I even designed and had mm-hmm. planning permission, etc. Yeah, you drew the blueprints and everything. Yeah, yeah. And all was done. And because roof is the last thing that you do, and when I did roof, I was really tired and had it by that time. <laughs> and I just put together roof as it was. The structure was fine, but when it came to tiling, um, I did uh, perhaps I didn't do as well as I could have. Mm-hmm. And it always niggled me since then that it needs to be done right. It needs to be done right. And here we are, eighteen years later, found the time <laughs> to put that right. Uh-huh. So I'm redoing the the roof again to put it, the tiles right. Really, that's yeah. the idea. And when I unearthed the old tiles, I found the timbers were probably slightly had it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought I might as well do the whole roof. So that's what I've, uh, I'm doing at the moment. Omar, I don't know if you were there for this, but um, when Dad was taking the roof apart, uh, there was a bit of cement. And, well, it was not cemented. It's plaster that's been used to keep it all. Yes, yeah, yeah. But also being like sandwiched in between the tiles and the plaster, we found some newspapers as well. Now, is that a common practice thing to do, to <laughs> no, use newspapers? No, no it, because what happens is, uh, I don't want to bore you with the details. When you do the gable end, and between the tiles and the top of the wall, there's a gap which you have to fill with cement. Okay. And sometimes if there is not, uh, 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 if there is a long hole that you haven't blocked it up, you keep putting cement in it, it will never. So just to stop that cement going further... I did roll up newspaper, old newspaper, and put it there as a stopper so I can put the cement in front of it. Uh-huh. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but that's the reason that was there. The reason why I brought the newspaper up, though, is because the you'll never guess what the date on the newspaper was. Okay? Well, this is what I, this, I'm thinking. When did Dad start this guy? So we moved here... In 1992. Yeah. And I'm sure, Dad, you pretty much started on the guy straight away. Straight well, this away, is yeah. my yeah. memory from yeah. it. Yeah. Which would make it older than 18 years, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because I 92 th- would take us to 2010. Yes. And if you remember, Dad, the dates on the paper... You, have you still got those newspapers? Uh, somewhere in the garage. Oh, you should have brought <laughs> them. That would have been awesome. I so. think it's closer to 20... 20 no, no. It's 20 92. Uh, if it was 92, then it'll be... Um, 92 to 20. Well, yes, 2025. The, yeah. the date on the paper was, I don't know what month it was, but it was 1995. 95, yeah. The garage has been there for yeah. pretty much all of our young, yeah. young wow. lives. I didn't realize, so it's longer than 18 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I can remember, it's funny how the, you start piecing these things together. I can remember you digging the base for it. Yeah. Quite early on, like earlier than 95. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as we came, I needed a big garage there because that was the only. uh, There used to be a little shed which I demolished straight away. Yeah, yes, that shed is a distant memory. (laughs) You did it very quickly when we moved Mm -hmm. into the house. I think you, on the day we moved in, you had a sledgehammer in your hand. (laughs) Yeah, he's good to go. Uh What possessed you to do it though? Is that one of the the things that you thought? Oh, I'm going to buy this house and make a garage straight away. Not quite, but I think that was the reason when I bought the house, there was a good plot on it, and I thought, yeah, that's it. If you remember, I did do my hobby car. You remember the Beetle, mm-hmm. which oh, yeah. I did and turned into a roadster. I did it then. And if you remember, I used to go to another garage, which I yes. hired and worked yeah. from there, mm-hmm. and that was no good. I thought, no, next time I have, I'll have a big garage and a workshop so I can yes. do another, another car. That was the idea behind it, and I think that's uh, it, it. Was in those days, it was wild days, yeah, yes. wild days of my youth. 
cool. <laughs> but what I enjoyed was not enjoyed, but one of my memories definitely was us helping Dad to not build the garage, mm. but we did a lot of labouring and donkey work, didn't we? Me mm. and, and Russell did. You, you never liked it. You you did it in the sort of uh, duress, oh, duress, 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 yeah. Because yeah. uh, there were always summer projects, though, weren't there? It was always like. So, the, t- the summertime, all my mates were. Look, we live. Pretty, <laughs> we all live close to a park, yes, so I could yeah. literally see my mates in the park playing football, yeah. or like on the swings and stuff. People, and there I was lugging clay. Yeah, yeah. People used to go on a summer holiday, long <laughs> summer holiday, and yeah. you were digging the garden for me. So you mentioned earlier, how far did the apple fall from the tree? And um, the reason that we don't, I don't like DIY. I'm sorry to say that. I know I'm your son and. But if that's the reason for it. Why? Because his <laughs> whole childhood. Yeah. Children, yeah. But we never did DIY though. We watched dad do DIY. We mm. were definitely the, the monkeys. Weren't we? we just had to do the stuff that was, uh, all I remember is pretty much shoveling into a wheelbarrow, yeah. whether it was sand and, uh, hardcore mm. being taken down the drive or it was <laughs> clay and crap being taken up the drive yeah. to the skip being taken away. Yeah, I don't entirely agree with you, Omar. I think you are more than you think you are a DIY because I've seen you do work and some of the jobs you've done yeah. are very good. So, but the point of this is, is rather than sort of uh, making you go off it, if anything, it's probably, without you admitting it, have given you some skills. Mm-hmm. And another main thing is they do say to bring a, a relationship close to with your father and sons and parents and children, mm-hmm. working things together. And I think yeah. that that is a thing. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You're going on holidays, wonderful thing. But if you're doing things about the house, doing DIY together, it's brilliant. And I remember when we did the internal work buses, when we did the extension, and you, Aisha, and Sadia decided to dismantle the uh, the chimney. You remember that brick by brick, and you enjoyed it thoroughly. I remember. Uh, because also at that time we couldn't perhaps cook for one reason or other because the gas was off or something. I remember that, yeah. And going to the takeaway and getting food. It's all part and parcel of, and it was all good, exciting. Well, this yeah. is why I brought it up as a topic because to anyone listening thinking, it's garage, why is that, why is that an interesting topic? But to us growing up, that was an interesting time exactly, because yeah. it was something that, as you said, brought the family together. Yeah. It was like problem solving. A lot of my memories come from like a little DIY task yeah. that you yeah. were doing. Which uh, brings me on to, uh, that's why I wanted to just uh, um, pick your brains in terms of DIY. Like, what was the first job that you ever did, Dad? Do you remember? Very you first. The DIY yeah. bug. Mm. Yeah, the first, very first one was I'm, me. And I'm not my... talking huge, huge. No, no, no. This no. is quite early days. And we didn't even know how to hang wallpaper. I'll be honest with you. Mm. The first house we bought with Dad and myself and my two of the brothers. And we decided to do the living room up and we decided to wallpaper and we did not have a clue how to go about it. We had a friend of ours who was supposed to be a DIY expert and he came and he showed us. And he showed us how to match the patterns on a wallpaper. I remember that and he said, cut this paper and put one sheet on and the next one you got to match the flowers up. So that was quite an interesting thing. Oh my God. And that was the very first one. And obviously we did it and it was all over the place. Mm. None of the flowers matched. In fact, yeah. it, it was chaos. Uh, but that was the first one. Yeah. After that, we thought, oh, this is a piece of cake. Uh, I took the lead. Uh, I think I'm always, from childhood, I always had in my nature 
try to do things. Well, yeah, mm. this is it, because your uh, brothers aren't overly no. DIY. I always had a sort of mechanical mind, if you like, yeah. of thinking through, thinking things through to be able to resolve that. Mm. And I think it's a lot of patience as well. I think you need patience. Because I'll, I'll be honest, when it comes to wallpapering, Mel is the one who will do the wallpapering. I haven't got the patience for it. Mm. And I've tried. Don't get me wrong, I have tried. But if it's not perfect, then I I can't stand it. And Mel is really... Like okay. Mel, to, for us to do one wall, it would take Mel half the time than it does me. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. when we were doing the nursery, you know, Amelia's nursery. Yeah. And Mel did that. And she was heavily pregnant at the time uh-huh. as well. And I was holding the ladder going, are you sure you don't want me to help? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had like teddy bears and you had to line up the teddy bears yes. right on the paper. And the teddy bears I was hanging looked completely deformed mm. because they weren't the right, they weren't lined up correctly. It, it's a, it's a kind of patience that comes from caring about the, the project yeah. that you're involved in. And I think that the reason why I don't really have that much success with it is because I can't, really can't bring myself to care that things are lined up. Yes. Yeah. Even though if I do it and I do a bad job, it bugs the hell out of yes. me. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. at the point when I'm doing it, I'm like, I don't care. Mm. Yeah. But recently I repainted the uh, living room. And whilst I was doing it, I was thinking, I don't really care about this, <laughs> that I'm doing this. Mm, yeah. But when it's full finished and dry, and I thought, oh, I wish I'd cared about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, doing it. I'm yeah. the same. Yeah. Yeah. I've got that because I'm, I look at a job and I think, oh God, I've got mm. so many walls to paint. Mm. Let me just get it done. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, I really should. Yeah. yeah. Some of the jobs are um, quite satisfying to do, isn't it? That's yeah. the reason I like it. It's some, some people say, oh, you're a, you know, stingy person, give somebody the money and have it done. And they're quite mm. right. I probably, and I'll be honest with you, these projects I've done recently it's probably cost me more money doing it myself than if I had somebody in. Are you kidding? Yeah. So it's not for me, it's not for saving money. Uh, it just, I love doing it and getting yeah. involved. It's my That's own right. thing. Yeah. And the satisfaction at the end of it is brilliant. Mm. Yeah. It always hasn't been that way. My early times, when we moved on from wallpapering to other things, Yes. Uh, myself and my brother decided to uh, renovate our kitchen, and it was quite old style kitchen. It, it was that old. I tell you that in the corner there was a a, a brick arrangement, a brick uh, like a I, I don't know how how to be. There was a hole in the ground, mm. not in the ground, but a built up brick around it, and apparently it was a washing area. It All had right. a cylinder in it, mm-hmm. and in olden days that's what they used to do to soak the. Uh, clothes in there and then let them soak and then and it was quite old so anyway we decided to dig all that lot up and do that and we ended up doing plastering the walls and we had to do some other work and we were quickly wanted to dry it all out and how do you do that it was middle of the winter and in those days winters used to be severe mm. there was a lot of snow falling and it was like game of thrones type winter yeah like really seriously they, yeah. I'm, I'm not making it up they, whether we have these days is too mild. Anyway, so we decided to dry it out. And what do we do? The kitchen was empty, obviously. Uh-huh. Yeah. We decided to build a fire inside the kitchen. As you do. <laughs> to dry the fire. <laughs> yeah, to dry it out. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. It was horrendous because mm. it started to... Uh, we started with some uh, kindling, some wood, some yes. paper to start it all <laughs> up. And the smoke started to build up. Mm. So we had the doors and the windows open, and the smoke was coming out of it. Neighbors thought that the house was on fire. Mm. What did? Yeah, and somebody, not quite, but nearly rang the, the fire brigade, said, this house on fire. <laughs> and we were trying to <laughs> try this kitchen. Did out. it work? Did it work? <laughs> no. 
Of course not. It was silly idea. So, uh-huh. this, could, so this is one of the examples, mm. you know, of silly things in DIY. And the other one I remember, we had a big tree. Uh, do you remember? Tree I remember there? the huge tree, yeah. And it was too big to uh, cut it. So we used to cut a branch or something every year and then mm. do it that way. And one year we decided to cut the, if you imagine, the Y shape of the tree. We decided to take one side of the Y. Mm. And it was quite, it's probably about, uh, I would think, 8-inch diameter. Mm. We thought we'd do that. So we sent our youngest brother, because he was the bravest, yeah. up there. And we started cutting the tree, and the branch did come down yeah. and nearly demolished the rest of the, the street. Uh, but what happened that after that, he was up there, and it was getting late, and we were all tired, and he wouldn't come down. He said, I don't know how to come down now. He, he got he up, there, like stuck up there. So we were trying to find some ladders, big ladders, to get him down. And by that time, it was late, so we just went inside and had uh, a cup of tea left. Without him, him up there. <laughs> he was still up in the tree. Brotherly love, right? <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. But eventually, without the fire brigade's help, we did manage him down. Mm. That, oh, happy that, days. That falls nicely onto uh, worst DIY mishaps. That would be the cost, time, money, health, or all three. So we've got two brilliant stories there, the fire yeah. in the house. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think about Dad doing DIY before we were born. I've always known Dad as a bit of a DIY expert. Yeah. But I guess everyone has to start somewhere, don't they? Yeah. Uh yeah. But even as you've got into DIY over the last few years, you have a recurring issue. When it comes to any project you're doing, you will always, no matter if we're talking 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Or even today. Or even today. Yeah. And it's completely honest. What's your major vice? What's your Achilles heel when it comes to your DIY? If I'm honest, sometimes I don't actually think job ahead. That's okay. the important thing. You've got to really start thinking from first word to go to how it's going to end up. And yes. sometimes I don't. I miss uh, steps in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then I end up saying, oh, God, I should have done this. And there's a, metho- there's a method there. They have to be done methodically, yeah, one yeah. after the yes. other, another. And I still get that. But my biggest one is measuring things and cutting. <laughs> Especially, and you know, this still that we recently put in, in mm-hmm. the garage because the, the woodwork was going a bit. Um, and I measured it. Yeah. And then measured it again. Yeah. Measured it again. And then the third day I rang the uh, merchant and said, right, he, these are the dimensions. Can yeah. you please make sure? But it's very critical. It's a big steel beam. Mm. Uh, you can't really cut it home. Yeah. It, it has to be light. Or if it's too short, then you can imagine what's going to happen. So I ordered it 5.37 meter. That was quite a length. Yeah, huge. Uh, and I couldn't sleep all night. I thought, oh, God, <laughs> I, I, I wonder if I told him right. The first thing in the morning, I rang and said, what did, in, um, direct, uh, dimension did I give you? Mm. And he said, uh, I said, you tell me. He said, 5.37. Eight three seven. So I thought, oh my god. So was it right? He was right. Yeah. Oh my god, that's good then. Yeah. yeah. I just relaxed then. After that, I was okay. But this has taken you decades to do, to take this okay. much. But after, I mean, things like when I originally built, there was a, a long piece again which goes across the front of the garage. Mm. It's only mm. a wood, uh, and I think that was quite. A, that was about four and a half meter. Yeah. And I remember ordering it from the merchant, and in those days, I thought oh, I can bring it in the car. So it was on top of the car, and I set set off late quite so I would avoid everything. Well, that came home, put it up, and guess what? Oh. It was six inches too short. Did you cry then? Oh, I, I nearly lost it that day. I yeah. thought, this is 
not really know. So that's one. One mm. that springs to mind was there was a house in Alveston recently. Last year? Was it yeah, last yeah, year? Yeah, two years ago, yeah. Was yeah. it the window or was it the worktop? No, it was the window. The window, yeah, with that old window. And it was about three big bricks too small, wasn't it? The dad had to like pile up some extra bricks. And then the other one was, we're talking five years now, when you did the central heating in my house. Yes. Where dad basically, I had, I bought a house which I thought was brilliant. Um, and then one day when I'd, when I'd signed all the paperwork and everything, mm. um, someone said to me, where are the radiators? Yeah. And I got the, and then I realized I'd bought a house without central heating. Oh, yeah. And then, so dad, uh, gave me a rollicking afterwards. Uh, <laughs> and then we, about two, three years later, we installed central yes, yeah. heating. When I say we, I just followed dad round. Mm. Um, and dad had to measure, what was it? it? On the central heating, it has a pipe going to the it's outside. It's a flue, yes. Yeah, it's a flue. And dad, measured this flue and it was a bit too it was going to be too long wasn't it yeah mm. and it would have been hanging outside the house too much mm. so dad was like maybe i should cut it maybe she cut it a bit, more, just a bit <laughs> more and then he cut it too much where it was just too short yeah and wasn't actually going out of the house mm. i think that's the closest i've seen you to come to tears i know you yeah. well it. i ended up buying a new flu for yeah. that if yes. you remember yeah 35 pound for the flu and this is one thing i don't like about diy it's the fact that when something mistake happens, it's it's like you've been punched in the really hard <laughs> yeah, yeah. soul, isn't it? Yeah. Like a big soul punch, this is. And there are, there are many instances where <laughs> you invest so much blood, sweat and tears into something that if it goes wrong, it's like, what do I do now? Mm. It's that moment, like, what the hell do I, I do now? If you think about it, well, we've <clears> seen Dad yeah. at the brink of despair many times. It's terrifying, isn't it? It is. It's, yeah. it's like, I couldn't do it. No. I couldn't go through that where I think, God, I can't believe I've just done that. Yeah. But I've seen you do that so many times. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that... you always bounce back. You're yeah. always like, it's a two-minute... Yeah, it's like a 20-minute setback. Dad's, mm. Dad coined the term, what's the point? <laughs> yes. I think that's the term, what's the point? What's yeah. the point, yeah. A lot of my childhood was watching Dad <laughs> <laughs> look at a job that had just got bossed up because yeah. of a dodgy measurement. Yeah. And then Dad going in into the house and yeah. saying, do you want anything for tea? And mm. saying, I think you're quite right. Point? You have to have a patience oh, and yeah. mustn't give give in. Mm. That's what you're... If I have mishaps, I always yes. bounce back. And it's, it's the adrenaline rush as well. You think, oh, God, I've got that. I've got to get it right. And because you got it wrong once, you got to make sure doubly that you yes. get it back to your level where you were. Yeah. It becomes very personal, I, I would imagine, mm. in that you see a project as a beast that you've got to slay. Yeah. And you become kind of like a charging <laughs> warrior with your hammer yeah. and, and screwdriver. And it's, it's something that you have to, inside of you, you have to overcome it, don't you? Yes. Mm. I think. I think you're right. That feeling of satisfaction when you've got it right. Mm. Now, I've never done a job half as big as Dad's, but we were there to share yeah. in those victories mm. because obviously it was Dad who was doing it. And when he got something right, he was yeah. tough to be. Yeah. Well, even you do yourself. I know you don't do big projects like me, but if you've done something at home and it's come out all right after all the while, it's the feeling is inc- incredible. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's like when it. it's last year when I bought uh, completely new light bulbs for my whole house. <laughs> I managed to buy the correct light bulbs. Yeah. I was so happy. Yeah, you did some tiling in the, in last year. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. you know what? I sell myself short. I yeah. in my old house, I built my kitchen with my bare hands. Yeah. Now, granted, Mel's dad's <laughs> hands were there as well, and Dad was there for a lot of it. Yeah. I pretty much did the tiling. Those hands had a lot of fingers. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fingers. Yeah, but. The tiling was left solely to me. Mm. Now, if you ever go back to the house, don't remove the microwave mm. and don't remove the oven because you'll see bot, bot jobs everywhere when yeah. it comes to tiling. Mm. But it's nice. The, the bits that you can see are nice. Yeah. They're all level. 
You remember the times when I asked you, to my regrets later on, to help me. <laughs> now, these are few occasions, weren't they? And it was three of you. Rather, rather usually, is the, he's a bit clumsy. He's the instigator. Yeah, he's the yeah. instigator. Uh, the first one was in this house when we came and we had to roll the carpet down. <laughs> Because we needed new carpet. And Rutherford said, at the top of the stairs, it was too heavy. Rutherford said, oh, let's go, let's go. And you dropped it. Yeah. And it smashed through the front glass, front drawer. Yeah. Uh, that's that one. And the other time, I had one of these um, uh, pull cord. Uh, I can't remember what it was. this trimmer or something. I can't yeah. remember what it was now. <laughs> and Rutherford said, I'll, 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 I'll have a go at this. I'll start it up for you, Dad. And he just pulled it and pulled the cord off completely. Oh, he just handed him the cord. <laughs> <laughs> but surely there's something wrong with the tool. You shouldn't be able yeah. to pull the cord out. Yeah. No, it was it was it, it was well, yanking in so much yeah. eventually. Just but I, I think those two things happened very close, or if not on the same day, that Rosa locked you into the house or out of the house <laughs> as well. He like shut the door without the keys. Mm, yeah. Rosa was trying to tell me something. <laughs> yeah. Don't do this, Dad. Mm. And the other time was the classic one when I completely lost it. I this think you, you favorite, yeah. yeah. When I brought a bag of cement yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. boot of the car, and to my regret, I said, look, can you three go out there and pick that out, please, yes. uh, and just put it there. And what did you do? Rather than lifting it all out nicely, nicely <laughs> you, 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 put the, you dragged it across, dragged the, it, yeah. across the, the locking mechanism of the boot, and what happened? It yeah. just burst open and cement was there. Yeah. It's a bit ridiculous, oh, that cement, cement bag paper is that weak, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's not our fault. <laughs> And then there was other occasion when Rother tried to mix the, the wallpaper paste for me. Yes. And I did tell him, I said, look, you sprinkle it a bit, keep stirring it. <laughs> he said, yeah, Dad, I know it. As soon as it turned out, it, it, it dropped the whole bag in it. And he said, I've done it, Dad. I went there and there was a big <laughs> lump of paste yeah. in the bucket. <laughs> oh, well, you can use this. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you have a big bulge in the wall. You're right, though. Like, although it's painful at the time, and you you rather be out. You laugh about it later. It's such such nice (laughs) memories as well. Um, So people get an idea of the actual projects that you've done there, because it's all well and good saying you have wallpapered a house. I think most people have done that, or painted a house. I think you're slightly different. Yeah, you go slightly above average in terms of the jobs that you've done. Oh god, yeah. So in terms of very quickly, we won't describe them. But if you could list your biggest projects. I've put here Dad's biggest three projects to date. Mm-hmm. If you want to name more, then go for it. Uh, well, the biggest one, two biggest ones, certainly the building the extension to this house. Yep. Yeah. And that was a huge job, that was. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then the garage was the, the second garage one. The garage is huge. Yeah. Anything else? I always and class the, the job. beetle. Now, I know it's, not, yeah. I know it's not a building building, but you yeah. make, making that car was a mm. big thing as well, wasn't it? You've always yeah. had projects. Yeah, but that was sheer labour of love on that one. Yeah. I really, really loved that. Yeah, in fact, your mom got worried quite a bit because you spent a lot of time after work, and the guy where I was doing it, oh, it was close to the where I worked, hmm. and I never used to come home till about midnight. Okay, and it was awful because I was uh, working in the car. Yeah, mom was like, "What's her name? Yeah. Why, why are you coming name, back yeah. with like, <laughs> like this red paint on your neck?" <laughs> on your neck? Yeah. All this dust on your hair, is that a powder? <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Victor Frankenstein, where he's that obsessive working <laughs> yeah. on live, live down here. It's that level of obsession, isn't it? Bordering on obsession, yeah. but it's a healthy obsession because you see something built afterwards, don't you? Yeah, got yeah. it. And the feeling that. 
I, I always worry like that sometimes a project become can become that onerous and that difficult that you don't get any enjoyment when it's finished. Mm. Could, would you say that's the case, Dad? No, I always have enjoyed thoroughly what I did. Yeah. Uh, and when it's completed, I've sat back and said, yes, yeah. I was done. Yeah. That's one thing that doesn't do enough is reflect on what he's done and be yeah. proud of it. But then that's, you're talking to, that's coming from two guys who don't think like that. Yeah. I think people who do DIY always looking for the next project don't mm, you yeah but you're quite right though Omar you just move on you say yeah I've done that job that mm. files I mean BT Studios classic one I spent nearly a year and a half two years on it uh, refurbishing the whole lot mm. yeah. and it became my life for two years I mm, did yeah. a lot of work and it was brilliant once it's done uh, people moved in and I don't even think about it anymore you don't do no. you? yeah but yeah, you've got to pat yourself on the back. You don't yeah. take enough pictures, I don't think, as well. No. Like befores no. and afters. I think you really should do. You'd give Titch Marshall one for his money. That's not Titch, Titch Marshall. Nick Knowles. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, one last thing that I've got here. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, Omar, do you reckon DIY is a general generational thing? Because, as I said, Mel's mm. dad... He enjoys his projects, mm-hmm. not not to the same level of dad, but he will put that level of love into it and professionalism into yeah. it. When whether it's plastering, whether it's building a kitchen, mm-hmm. um, he's done quite a few different things within the house, within his own house. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's a generational thing then? I don't think so. I, I mean, I think in our generation there are people who will still do this. Do you reckon yeah. we're not one of them? No. I'm definitely not one of them. But do you think it's... I think it's definitely less of the norm. There's, yeah, there's less of our generation like this kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd say there has been a shift. And I, I can factor it to one of... The, one thing that I can factor it to, or because I was having to sit and think about it and thinking, why don't I do my DIY? And I think a lot of it is to do with I kind of want to get it looking perfect. Yeah. Whereas when you first buy a house, and like you said, yes, Dad, when, yeah. you, when you first moved in, you didn't want it to look it didn't have to be all bells and whistles. If you made mistakes, that's mm. fine. You can hide those mistakes and not yes. really worry about those mistakes. Nowadays, houses, especially because you've got social media and Instagram, yes, people coming yeah. over, yeah. people like judge your house when they come in and they, they want it to look like mm. this, don't they? Yeah. And for you to put that time into it, yes. you should have practiced on a crappy house first. Mm. Like mm. on your house, you could practice on your house at the moment because that's kind of like your, it's not your final house. Or no, it but it's a nice house, isn't it? I don't want to undo Dad's work, <laughs> brain working it. No. But when I initially moved into Gordon Road, that was like the, um, the house, template yeah. house, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. I could have cut bits out and oh, and one, I yeah. did, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But the problem is, I did it, but then I, if it was wrong, I never thought, right, I've learned from that. I didn't learn anything from it. No. That's the problem. Yeah. Oh, I, think it almost, yeah. I think you did, though. I think if you were going to hang the door again, mm. you'd do it differently. Mm. You say you've not learned from it, but you everything <laughs> that you do and make a mistake in, yeah. that's a lesson learned. I like to think that's the case. Yeah. That door was difficult to hang, though. The frame was angled. <laughs> it's <laughs> like trying to hang a uh, door no, in like a 1960s right. yeah, yeah, yeah. most, <laughs> most of the things are subsided in that yeah. house, isn't it? So you needed that, squaring up a bit. That door reminds me of, uh, <laughs> you know, the film Beetlejuice, where all the angles are off. <laughs> it was like hanging the door there. Yes, yeah. yeah and that's yeah. a good door to try and hang for the first time. Oh, yeah. One where the frame is all crooked. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can only get better after that, mm. can't you? Yeah. But I think personally, that that's a major reason why they don't do it now, where they'd want to hire a professional in. Because yeah. mm. I've said to you so many times, Dad, why don't you just get a professional in to do it? But 
Absolutely. You know what you're doing now. I, I think you're quite right. The times have changed, and there's not just one or two things. There's several things in there. There's money in abundance, people. Play. And like I said earlier on, the projects I've done lately have cost me more than if I had yeah. had it done for mm-hmm. somebody. So there's that element as well. Why bother? Why yeah. bother for this? Uh, but if you need to do it because that's how you are, mm. then you would do it. And we have become uh, uh, not lazy, but there are things. For example, how many people wash their car these days? Yeah, not many Very people true. do. You yeah. take it to the the car wash or yeah. whatever, and various bits and pieces like that. Gardens, if you got quite a lot of work, people just hire somebody to do it. Yes. So we become um, obviously there's a plenty of wealth these days with people rather pay somebody. Yeah, disposable income. Yeah. Disposable yeah. income. And also perhaps it doesn't cost in relative terms that much now. Well, well you know, when you had your garden done mm. by the gardener, the landscape mm. gardener, was there any part of you who thought, oh, I'm going to do this myself? To begin with? No, I was of the mindset that I'm going to tidy it out for him, tell them what he's doing and get them to do it. Yeah. Mm. Because with me, time was a factor. Yeah. I didn't want to be out there because it would have taken me the best part of three months to yeah. do that. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been good either. <clears throat> I know for a fact, I hold my hand up and say, I haven't got the patience to do a good job. With this yeah. Dad could have helped me, but then I didn't really. Dad has his own no. ways. In yeah. fact, I did tell him to get somebody to do it because I was spreading myself too thinly. Mm. I always use the excuse, I've got to put something back in the economy. These people are looking for work, I've got to give them work. Well, absolutely, that's a good thinking, yeah, that's a good thinking. I often think that way, but don't. My issue always is if I ask somebody to do something, I end up giving full instruction, helping them even, and I'm thinking, why am I doing that? I might as well do it myself. Yeah. And that's that's happened. That, that must be hard for you, actually. Because it is, yeah. you are so used to doing exactly, your own jobs. Yeah. If you got someone in now, you wouldn't be happy with the quality. Well, the remem- I remember getting few people in to give me a quote to do the garage roof. Yeah. And they will come and there's a straight away, you know, deep intake of breath. Yeah. <sighs> and you know exactly. And thinking, no, I know mm. what's wrong with it. Can you just do that and the other? And they're not. They would want to do it in their way. And I'm saying, yeah, no, forget it. It's lo- it's really it's funny seeing Dad have arguments with tradesmen because the tradesmen think he doesn't know what he's talking about, <laughs> yeah, but they don't does. know that yeah, Dad does. Yeah. He probably knows more than you. Yeah. What uh, are you like, Basit? I mean, with undertaking a project, no, you wouldn't even. No, I, I, like the kitchen. Uh, you know, when me and Mel first got together, and she thought, yeah, I can turn him into like a DIY expert if I badger him for long enough. Yeah. Because obviously, her dad had done quite a lot of stuff uh-huh. in his house, and. I, I tried it and I'd, I'd say the kitchen I definitely was really proud of that I know I harp on about mm. it a lot but it was something that I did work quite hard to get done mm. and it was okay but it just I hadn't got the patience for it yeah. I wanted to be doing anything else other than that mm. whereas dad's the opposite he'd shift everything around so he could dedicate a lot of time to whatever yeah. project mm. he's doing and I think I don't know where that's come from that's because he enjoys his problem solving or because he's just done it for years I, I don't know. I'd love to be that guy who would do DIY and stuff. Yeah. Because I do enjoy it. Like when me and Dad and you do little projects and stuff. Like we were working on the roof earlier and yeah. trying to figure out a little yeah. problem with it and That's stuff. Right. And it is enjoyable. It's really fulfilling, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But then at the same time, you're thinking, oh, yeah. I could be I could be sitting at home eating. Yeah. yeah. You don't mind it at the fringes. Go and give me a hand and get that sort of yes. satisfaction no. element out of it. Yeah. You can do that, can't yes. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a kind of you know when Dad asks you to help. This is what goes through in my mind. Right? <laughs> First, I think often. <laughs> then I'm there, 
And for the first hour, I'm thinking, I don't want to be here. But then you really start getting into it. Yeah. Then you don't want to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There comes a point where you don't want to leave. No. Like on Monday. Yeah. I didn't want to leave. Yeah. Because dad had gone to get, what did you go to get felt? Yeah. And dad says, no, you can go at six o'clock. Because dad thinks I'm on the clock. Well, I'm not. You're not on the clock. <laughs> yeah. Working with dad. And I said, look, I said to mom, look, I'll go. But if I see dad's car coming back, I'll drive back. Because I didn't want dad being up on the roof. <laughs> By himself. himself, yeah. Even though Dad is like the most sure-footed person on yeah. the roof, that's by it's uncanny how sure-footed Dad <laughs> yeah. is. I've seen. I think you're more sure-footed on a roof than you are on, on <laughs> normal ground. Yeah, you're tripping all over yeah. the place. Normally. Yeah, but I, and then you don't want to leave, and it becomes weird, and then you stick with Dad. Yeah, yeah. But when you leave, that's the problem because you don't want to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the reason. I just need short bursts of help from you once yeah. it's done. The physical work, like when we put the beam in, I needed. You, I couldn't do it on myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was done. And that's once it's done, that's it. Yes, yeah, I can carry on. Well, you did do it by yourself. The important bit you did by yourself. <laughs> well, I used my plank. Yeah. Do but um, I think for you, Dad, as well, you've evolved, definitely. I mean, I remember you and Uncle Len always saying that you used to do everything using just a standing knife. Yeah, yeah it was that it. was your most purpose to <laughs> But now you've got like a garage full of tools, didn't you? Too yeah. many tools. Did you tell you about the saw though? He was. He, he asked me to saw some a piece of wood the other day. Yeah. And it was taking me ages to saw this wood, and I was like really questioning my manhood. I was like, "What's wrong with me?" <laughs> yeah. And then I, I went out, and I was upstairs looking outside of the window. I was playing with me in the inside, mm. and I saw Dad sawing, and he was using a completely different saw. Right. <laughs> I went downstairs, and he'd given me like a shitty saw to use. Yeah. And, then oh. he, and then he said, "Oh yeah, I found this one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't deliberate. There are about six falls there, aren't there? Yeah, They're all yeah. mixed up. I don't know which one is which. So the problem with me is that I don't throw the old one. I'll keep yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think this is a topic that we could have carry on forever. Yeah, carry on forever because there are so many little projects. Um, I would check out Dad's Twitter to see the pictures of him on the roof. <laughs> uh, and I honestly think that you should put some of your pictures, your DIY project pictures, up as well. You um, should. I forget, you see, I'm too keen to get on with it. I forget mm. the, the before and after pictures. Yeah. But mm. nowadays in social media, absolutely should do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, has anyone else got anything to add? Any other DIY stories or? Well, like you said, it's, it's just a massive to- topic, isn't it? Yeah. And it's an interesting one because people think, oh, we're just talking about banging your nails or screwing a screw. But you're yeah. not. It's no, very it's closely probably, linked to who you are as yeah. a person. Oh, you know? definitely. Yeah. It really defines your character, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Right. On that note, um, Goodbye. See you guys. Thank you. So that's another Siddiqui Ramblings wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd love to get involved, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So that email address again is thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. We're aiming to make this podcast a weekly episodic podcast and that can only be done through uh, reviews. So if you guys could review us, five-star reviews on iTunes, that would be a massive, massive help to get the word out. So the more reviews, the better. Until next time, it's bye from Bassett Siddiqui. And it's bye from Sid Siddiqui. And it's bye from Umar Siddiqui. See ya.